Hi folks, John Carlin here. As many of you know, Cyberspace is a Cafe Insider podcast that I host every other Friday. Guests who've made a significant impact in the world of cybersecurity, join me to explore issues at the intersection of tech, law, and policy. My guest this week is Jeanette Manfra. For more than a decade, she served as one of the nation's top cybersecurity officials at the Department of Homeland Security, where she oversaw a range of programs to protect the country's digital infrastructure, including strengthening election systems and fighting foreign disinformation. In January, Manfred joined Google as the Global Director for Security and Compliance within its Google Cloud division. We discuss her path to government service, where she helped establish the nation's first civilian cyber defense agency, much in the news after the firing of Chris Krebs. We'll also discuss the importance of coordination between the public and private sector and the need for both the U.S. government and corporations to attract and retain top cyber talent. Today, we're sharing a clip from the episode with listeners of Stay Tuned with Preet. To listen to the full episode, head to cafe.com backslash insider and try out the membership free for two weeks. Interested students with a valid.edu email can head to cafe.com backslash student. To the many of you who have chosen to join the insider community, thank you for supporting our work. Now, for the first time in your career, you're in the private sector on the other side of that equation. What do you think about how, how it's working and how it should work? I think, you know, I think when I started, um, there, there wasn't much of a cybersecurity market, or even more specifically, I would say a cyber intelligence market. There was definitely security companies and tools. And I think the government really had um, a lot of unique information that you know really felt that it was important to get out to organizations you know given the nature of the internet the growth of the internet the growth of the cyber intelligence market private sector companies really have gained a significant advantage in um, what i would call cyber intelligence there's broader sort of like geopolitical dimensions and others that I think the government is still very good at understanding and perhaps not as good at getting some of that out. But I know that that's something that the intelligence community is working on. But when it comes to some of the, what I would, I guess I would call technical indicators, and in some cases, um, even, even more strategic, um, I, I see the private sector as having just a tremendous, tremendously rich set of data that is useful and whether they are using that to protect their customers or they form alliances like the cyber threat alliance which i think is a great model for um that that brought a lot of um, cyber threat intelligence companies together to sort of build an ecosystem where we're, we're not competing on access to information or even the information itself, because it's in everybody's best interest to make sure that anybody, if, if there's information to be had that could defend a system, that people should be able to have access to that. You know, of course, you want to compete on the way you deliver that, the insights and the value that you can provide on top of that, that the technical information. But I think it's it's really important 
for for industry to to embrace that leadership role that they have. And when I say industry, I mean in particular technology and, um, and, and embrace that role to make sure that 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 people are, um, who need that information can get that information, that it can frankly be consumed for not just the most sophisticated, well-resourced companies, but the majority of the rest of the companies and agencies that don't have a lot of resources and either both personnel or monetary. And, um, and so being able to get that information, I, I, I feel very strongly that it's, you know, information should be available to those who need it. And again, there's a lot of other more sophisticated things and other capabilities that, that people can do. So um, I think we've seen this grow a lot in the past few years. I think it can be confusing for those who aren't security practitioners involved in this every day and you see these sort of headlines and others. And, and so it can, there's still some, um, you know, work to be done. And I think where the government can, can really help play too is, you know, well, what is, what is the source of truth? If, you know, you have private entities um, stating that they've seen X, where can the government make a statement about Yes, yes, we've seen it too, or we've also seen this that helps fill in the in the picture. And here's some things that we recommend doing. Cybersecurity response and is often a puzzle, and I've always found that the more there, there's there's you, you as an individual organization trying to manage a response, or even you as an individual um, uh, security company, only have like a piece of the puzzle. And the more people that you can bring in to help fill in that puzzle and that you bring in that building those trusted partnerships, the more of the broader sort of set of users we can collectively defend. So FireEye finding what may turn out to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest state-sponsored espionage campaigns against the U.S. government, is that a feature or a bug of our system that... <laughs> that it's a private intelligence and security company that found it? I think it's a feature. I think there's some bugs in how the process works <laughs> and making sure that, you know, the government and industry are, are more aligned on these things. There's a lot, as, as, as you know well, there's a lot of coordination that actually does happen that may not always be visible to the public, but I think it's generally a feature. And in, in your current current job, so you went, of all the companies you could work for with your uh, amazing experience in in government and expertise, what made you choose Google? And more specifically, what made you choose to work on security issues involving the uh, the so-called cloud? You know, I think, so I, I thought about cloud first, when I, when I started to think about that it was, might be time to leave, which was sad, but I, I started to think about, I, I'm a person who always likes a challenge. I like to be where things are interesting and can new, not that cloud's so new, but I, I, I recognized that there was a lot of, a lot of really interesting things to learn about how cloud is used. I think it's still nascent in a, in a lot of industries, like um, particularly regulated industries, like public sector financial services. And so there's a lot of growth there. I also really came to believe that a lot of the security problems that agencies and companies were facing 
could actually be resolved via um, a, a cloud adoption. And which is interesting because when I first sort of really started getting engaged in, in my previous job, a lot of the work we were doing around trusted internet connection. So sort of helping, um, making sure that we had various different detection and response capabilities of, at agencies were developed over the last 10, 12 years and didn't really contemplate cloud deployment. And um, as we started to think about updating those, those guidance and policies, it really forced me to dig into it much deeper and and, and started to to recognize not only are there tremendous cost benefits, you save a lot of money by not having to operate your own data centers and all of that, of course, but the security benefits that were just not well understood. And, um, and so I knew that I wanted to, I knew I wanted to be sort of on the forefront of, you know, modern technology. I knew I wanted to be in the technology sector. I knew I wanted to be working in cloud and in Google, I liked and eventually decided to join because it has a very different approach to technology in general, not just not just cloud. And I wanted to learn that. I wanted to be a part of, as a, as a non-engineer, I still very much respect the engineering design process. And I love how Google, that's just sort of a core part of the, cult, the culture. You know, the, the engineers are like the fighter pilots of, <laughs> of Google. And, um, and, and so I, I like the idea then of being able to be in a part of a company who could help public sector, um, which is my primary focus, although other, you know, in other companies and industries as well on the commercial side, but, but could really bring the best of the technology that we use internally to the public sector, to be able to, to think about modernizing social services reducing fraud, reducing cost, making sure more people that more and the right people are getting access to their social services payments, to think about modernizing our national security capabilities, to think about and, and COVID of course has introduced all sorts of healthcare kind of scenarios as well. And so that's what really kind of that was my sort of mindset in, in bringing me over into to Google. And um, it's really just such it's just been such a cool experience. I'm very, I have a very steep learning curve and I think I'm still kind of at the, the low end. I have a lot more to learn, but it's, um, that's sort of what got me there and, um, and where, where I'm at right now. Well, in government, I remember we used to laugh at the, uh, the ability of private sector companies to come up with these great names like cloud. Um, <laughs> yeah. but they describe, so, so there is no, you know, chips floating through our skies. Um, the, <laughs> Not, the yet. Ethereal clouds. <laughs> Not yet. All right. You can tell us about the cloud. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this sample from the Cyberspace Podcast. To listen to our full conversation and access all other Cafe Insider content, try the membership free for two weeks. Interested students with a valid.edu email can head to cafe.com backslash student. To the many of you who have chosen to join the Insider community, thank you for supporting our work.